Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Okay. <laughs> we just high fives. <laughs> We're getting started. Take a deep breath. Eileen goes, let's high five. We burst out in giggles. So that's clearly what we needed to do. Oh. Well, let's start with our deep breath. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Take a deep, deep breath. I want you to focus on your throat right now. Maybe taking an inhale through your mouth. Holding it at the top, we're just slightly letting it slide out. Do that one more time. Maybe uncross your legs, uncross your arms. Relax your shoulders. Deep inhale through your mouth. Rising up your esophagus. And letting it slide gently out. And come back. Oh, that felt good. I had to say come back because uh, I went somewhere. Uh, uh, I, I noticed. I saw Whoa. you disappear for a hot second <laughs> wow. there. Oh, my goodness gracious. When you just said to take a deep breath into the mouth, I started thinking about me being a mouth breather. And mm. for, for those that don't know from the title, we're talking about mouth microbiome, the throat chakra. And I was doing my research today and it was talking about people that are mouth breathers and I was thinking about it because I'm a mouth breather when I sleep and I wake up and I have the worst dry mouth ever. Really? And when you mouth breathe, it also is is not good for your um, your facial bone structure because when your mouth is closed and your tongue is up, you can feel your, like essentially it makes it easier for you to have less of a double chin but if your mouth is open uh oh yeah, yeah. you're dropping e- exactly you get so you get more less defined jawline you're messing up with the microbiome because the saliva keeps everything moist and it helps neutralize the acidity from the microbiome and then when you're open all night it's drying everything out so i was just thinking to myself when you said to breathe into your mouth i'm like i'm always breathing in through my mouth and I have to like trigger myself sometimes to remember to breathe in through my nose because it's like second nature to me. That is so interesting because I am, I'm a nose breather, but when I was a kid, I sucked my thumb and mm. I had a little, I had my puffy, my um, puffalump for anybody who knows what a puffalump is. And so I had my puffalump and I would smell it. So I'm always. What is a puffalump? A puffalump. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> a puffalump is a type of uh, stuffed animal. Okay. So it's made out of nylon, uh-huh. and they're like it was this. It was like the '80s squishmallows. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Kind of went with the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yep, yep. That also. 
But um, yeah, so I had my puff lump and I, but also I joke because my dentist and I laugh that I have, I have so many laughs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> had to, had to pull that one out. Continue. Me and my dentist laugh. <laughs> I love, I love my dentist. We're talking we about dentists. We don't dentist. love the kids dentist. <laughs> we don't like the kids dentist, but mine, she's amazing. She's this little Albanian woman and she's like, you've got a lot of saliva. <laughs> like. Well, you know what I do? And when I get nervous, my mouth fills with saliva. So interesting. Yeah, I do the opposite. I don't get dry mouth. Like I get like, well, it's better to have more saliva than to not because it's helping keep everything kind of in a calm state. And your saliva has your digestive enzymes in it. So it's helping break down your food, which is why it's important for people to cook at home. Because when you just get a meal brought to you in a restaurant, your digestion starts in the mouth and you, Mm. your mouth and the bacteria and the microbiome in the mouth help create this balance of enzymes, which are the things that start breaking down your food. So even before food leaves your mouth, there's enzymatic processes breaking down and digesting food for you, which so is why, yeah, which is why it's so important to chew slowly, which I don't do, no, to eat both. slowly, which neither of us do, no. um, and to have enough saliva in the mouth. So it's a good thing that you have that. <laughs> As I drool. Yeah, I know, but yeah. there are some people that don't. But that's why when you prepare your own food and you start to smell it and salivate, your body's already getting ready. It's already creating these juices. It's already getting ready to break down this food. Mm, something about that just makes me feel it's like a soul quench. It is, yeah. Because like, it does feel good. But I feel like so food. many people don't think of the digestion, <clears throat> digestion starting in the mouth. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. you think that your stomach is what begins this process, but it's not the case scenario. Right, right. Or even like being more mindful. That's also why, and I know maybe this is going off on a tangent, but praying or taking a minute to thank your food because it it slows you down and it makes you think about where it's coming from. Even with my coffee, I've started doing that with my coffee in the morning and I take a big sniff of it and I smell it. I'm like, man, like the hands that it took to get this cup of hot coffee to me and don't apologize thank you for bringing that up because that's a huge part of this and that helps your microbiome and it helps your gut and it helps your digestion it helps your nervous system because you're sitting you're being present you're being mindful in in doing that and taking a deep breath and relaxing the parasympathetic nervous system you're actually helping the body digest that food better so that's completely on topic and i'm really glad that you brought it up because it's something that not only is good for us to be mindful and to take time to appreciate our food, Mm -hmm. but it's also about setting that scene, allowing your body to have a moment of taking in the scent of that food, Mm -hmm. starting the digestive enzymes, preparing the nervous system. It's quite literally a very smart tactic on top of also showing gratitude because you're so right. It's like, we should be very thankful for what's in front of us, whether you're religious or not, you can always show gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, energetically. And I've said this before, um, do you know, don't eat when you're mad, don't eat when you're sad. So think about it. If you eat in a state of peace or gratitude, mm-hmm. how much better your body can break down the food. We started doing something last night as a family and I love it. We started eating dinner by candlelight. I love that. That's so <laughs> I saw it on I saw it on Instagram. Jimmy actually sent it to me. And I was, yes, let's do it. So I have these old candlesticks from when we hosted Thanksgiving a few years ago. So I whipped them out. I ate slower. Mm. The kids didn't argue. Everyone was excited because they were watching the flames dance and then there were only two candles. So they were kind of like, who gets to blow them out when the time comes? 
but it was so cool and it set a scene and it was like i sat and i ate and i wasn't in panic mode and it's so smart too for the circadian rhythm side of things like you don't have those harsh lights you've relaxed your nervous system because it is so crazy your body is literally programmed so that when you are in the stressed out like state that to not digest your food properly like yeah, your body quite literally doesn't want to right survival mode everything and exactly stops. exactly yeah. same thing with the pooping peeing that's why what because if you're running from a tiger like we don't have time for a snack and to take a shit yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> you know we've got, got stuff you to do I mean? right now <laughs> no i absolutely love that and that's a great idea and just for the sensory decreasing sensory overload which i feel like is a common problem in our society and is part of why it's hard for us to eat because oh this is happening that's happening you're getting pulled in all these Mm -hmm. different directions so you're instead of letting energy be outwardly you're pulling it back into center it was beautiful it was so nice it was such a parent win oh like we sat there we didn't even have to ask them to turn off their electronics like they put them down jimmy had the playoff game in the background and the kids were like we have to turn the tv off we're eating by candlelight (laughs) Respect. Yes. Like show some goddamn respect, Jimmy. <laughs> We're eating my candlelight. Yeah, t- turn that game off. As kids, uh, oh my gosh. With, I I love your kids. They're just amazing. It also, so I I was looking at microbiome stuff today and I was thinking about how many things we already do that help our microbiome and help our mouth microbiome, like how we started doing our oil pulling. Yep. Um, the tongue scraping. Yes. Love it. The copper tongue scraping. Yes. Yeah. So good. Decreasing sugar in our diets. Mm -hmm. So these are all good things for the microbiome because everybody talks about the microbiome of the gut, but the microbiome of the mouth is intimately connected to the gut and what starts in the mouth ends up in the gut. So if you have some sort of dysbiosis, which is a imbalance of the good and bad bacteria in the gut, you most likely have it in your mouth as well. So some easy practices of keeping a good oral hygiene, of course, is brushing our teeth, flossing our teeth. But like we've talked about in the past, oil pulling with coconut oil, it's antibacterial, it protects the teeth, it protects the gums, and then also the tongue scraping. Mm -hmm. And also it's just, it's kind of disgusting when you scrape your tongue the first couple of times to see how much shit you've got off of it. Really, That in and of itself will get you on. Yeah, you'll not not want to do it. Oh my God, I'm, I'm like obsessed with it now. It's like, becoming like my new like favorite thing. I'd like watch it intensely. And it's crazy too, because I like watching, I like looking at my tongue because in traditional Chinese medicine and lots of functional medicine, you can diagnose and tell things based off your tongue. So I'm always looking at my tongue. Like for example, you can see the tip of my tongue is more red. Yeah. than the rest of my tongue, Why? And my liver and digestion. And so the first time I ever went to acupuncture, she was like, yeah, you need liver detoxification. And then when I just did my hormone test, it said the same thing that essentially one type of my estrogen isn't being detoxified well, which your liver detoxifies estrogen. So in seeing that they assumed that I struggle with detoxification. And so my tongue tells me that. And then also there's this midline fissure or like a line in my tongue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that bad anymore, but it used to be really bad before I started eating steaks. And it's normally a vitamin deficiency of B12, iron and things of that nature. I started eating a ton more steaks and the fissure, the, the line is getting less and less deep. So when I was pregnant with Rylan, first time you're pregnant, like you don't know what's going on with your oh, body. <clears throat> One day Jimmy looks at me, he's like, babe, what is wrong with your tongue? I had, we went to the doctor. I had something called geographic tongue. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was cut into different sections. Mm-hmm. And by the end of my pregnancy, my tongue was in more pain than any other part of my body. It's crazy how much your tongue can tell you about 
your the, the status of your overall body. But then it went away as yeah. I was breastfeeding. And I think by the time she was like three months old, my tongue went back to normal. Yeah. And another little tip and trick, if you have a like white coating on your tongue, yeah. it's, it's normally a sign of yeast, which is why some, some kids get it after they've been on an antibiotic dose because the antibiotics are killing the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. So we're upsetting the balance. So that's another thing to be mindful of. Anytime you're taking antibiotics or anything along those lines in your life, you know, it's like our bacteria are very important and they have a very nuanced balance. And as soon as we throw something like a broad spectrum antibiotic, we're not just killing the specific bad bacteria, we're killing this this ecosystem. And these ecosystems are fragile and we need to protect them because they they rely on one another. You know, it's like how in our ecosystem is like if one animal goes, mm -hmm. then there's a chain reaction. It's the same thing in our bodies. Like there's over 700 different types of species of bacteria in our mouth alone. Never mind. That's wild. Yeah. We have more bacteria in our body than we have cells. Over 1 trillion type bugs of bacteria in our body. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm all set with the bugs, the word bugs. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just speaking of my parasite cleanse is over. I know. That was intense. And um, yeah, so I did that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm so amazed. And I think I, ever since I had geographic tongue 10 years ago, when I Pinterest at night, I will look up tongue charts. Yes. I remember on the Ellen show years ago, she had like a naturopathic doctor who came on and people volunteered from the, yeah, they get like, their tongue oh, diagnosis. Yes. And I'm like, oh God, at that point, I was like, all you'd see is cocaine and booze. I don't know if you can tell like there's, <laughs> but I'm very interested. So you can do that for people as an MP and yeah. as functional medicine mm -hmm. practitioner, you can do, I'm amazed by that because what else can you find out about you can tell a lot of things about your people's mouth. um from people's mouths you can tell a lot of things but the i don't know specifically like as i'm not as detailed in it as some are but you could tell things about people's digestion their stomach their liver um mm. like the yeast overgrowth yeah. if people have these deficiencies in certain vitamins and minerals and then also like the shaping like there's something called scalloping where people have um exactly the on, the, on the edges yeah also how big or small someone's tongue is can tell you things and that can also affect people's speech like i had an ex-boyfriend that mumbled all the time and i literally think it was because his tongue, tongue was so big, big in his mouth yeah which is wow. weird but yeah there's so many different things you can tell and also like from the color and then the coating like i was talking about there's that coating of yeast but there's also like dark coating there's this thing called like a hairy tongue that I've some people get that yeah too. a lot of the times the tongue also reacts to certain medications and things of that nature well that's like the pepto-bismol which has the metals in it exactly the aluminum it turns your tongue mm -hmm. black yep it happened to me on a flight before really mortified <gasps> in I flight i took a pepto-bismol because i felt sick yeah i've been learning some shit about pepto-bismol no good no Full no. of aluminum, full of heavy metals. Do not take Pepto-Bismol if you can. I mean, honestly, I have a, I have a bone to pick with like Tums, Pepto-Bismol, yes. any of those, especially because people think like we have this epidemic of people having like heartburn and things of that nature. But, and people think, oh, I have high stomach acid because you have this acidic like reaction, but really people have low stomach acid for the most part is, is what we're finding. And then you take a Tums, you take a Pepto-Bismol, you take these things that lower the stomach acid even more. And guess what you, that stomach acid does? It's an antiseptic. It's helping you absorb your nutrients and it's helping kill the bad bugs and keep the good bugs in a healthy state. So a lot of these people that have heartburn and stuff, they actually have H. pylori, a bad bug that they've introduced into the system because they have low stomach acid. 
this all makes so much sense. So again, back when I was pregnant with Rylan, I would get horrible heartburn mm-hmm. and tell me if this is just, but the only, I would crave apple cider vinegar. And yeah. the only thing that would help is a shot of apple cider vinegar. And I told my gynecologist and she looked at me like I was trying to cut the baby out myself. She's like, oh, you can't do that to your body. What do you mean? You're going to get ulcers. Like you're going to mess up everything. And she scared me and I kept doing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm taking shots. I'm so glad that you were aware because yeah, you probably had the wrong composition of stomach acid. And so you were actually helping the situation. And in pregnancy, it's more of a anatomical thing because the baby's pushing up against the right. diaphragm. Right. And so like, it's just literally physically you have less space in your body and also you're you're a little one I have so a you lot had less space yeah you had a lot less space than the rest of them not because she was a big baby because i ate no. everything well i meant i was talking about you just but yes, a little anatomically human. yes yeah, there's not enough you don't have a lot of length out. right there yeah she torpedoed exactly also if you're pregnant and you're having a hard time breathing you lay on your left hand side because the baby is pushing against your inferior vena cava which is a large vein in your body and it's worse if you're side lying on the right so you lay on the left same thing if you have heartburn and you don't want to eat right after you don't want to lay down right after you eat because again anatomically speaking you're laying down it's easier for the acid to come up but if you were to lay down lying on your left hand side it's easier for the food to get out of the stomach and down to the digestive tract as opposed to on the right hand side or on your back it's fascinating it is so fascinating stuff about the body it's so crazy so okay with cold flu you know i think about what do you think about people you know when they're like oh you're related like you can share this or when people share we have a thing in our family. We don't share drinks. Yeah. Like Jimmy is not into it. Mm-hmm. I think I'll share a drink. You and I have shared yeah. drinks and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Jimmy has a thing. But I know some people who share toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. Toothbrushes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was always the type of person where I didn't care. And now that I'm learning more and <laughs> okay, more. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hmm, I should have probably chill out on that. I mean, even like, um, even when I learned about the H. pylori that like, people can give that to other people. I'm all set. You're not, no one's allowed to share with me. Yeah. You're not allowed to try my drinks. No, I know. It's okay. (laughs) Not you, everybody. No, I, no, trust me. I'm like the same way now. I used to share everything with everyone. Like I would not care about like toothbrushes and things like that. And now I'm like, oh no, 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 no one's touching my toothbrush. Like if someone's, you know, starving or like famished and they need a water, that's different. But like if we have access to another thing, I, I wouldn't do that. If I, if I didn't have to. Cause even the, the kids toothbrushes, like they touch one another yeah. and I see that. And then they come and take over my section of the bathroom yeah. and they put all their toothbrushes with mine. So now my copper, which I keep saying copper yeah. because copper, mm-hmm. it, um, what is it? It's a natural disinfection or it kills mm-hmm. yeah. things. So copper tongue scrapers are where it's at. I need to get mine is in the copper one. I want one of those. Mine is also shaped differently than yours. Mine's like a, a, a upside down U. I like those. Yeah, that's me too. what I got. But Santa brought these ones because uh, they came in on time. <laughs> so we'll take what we can get from Santa. Yeah, okay. yeah. So essentially it's important to keep the mouth hygienic. You can also protect the microbiome by eating a healthy diet, reducing um processed sugars if you are eating lots of sugars and carbs to brush your teeth afterwards. Um and then oh, coconut oil pulling, flossing, the tongue scraping. And you can also get, um, I would not use mouthwash. Do not use mouthwash. That's like taking in um, an antibiotic in your mouth, essentially. Because if you think about it, All alcohol, yeah, I mean, like no matter, not, I mean, if, it, if you, you can get probiotic, um, alcohol free mouthwashes okay. would be fine. But I would say 
getting coconut oil is cheaper and better right. alternative because every time you're putting the alcohol in your mouth, you're killing the good bacteria. So you're fucking up your microbiome every time. Well, what about, so I don't use alcohol. I use alcohol free. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and it's fluoride free. It's the, it's the hello brand. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's much better. Um, I would have to take a look at it, but yeah. for, I'm talking about like the, the Mac general serines and all that, like it, the right. That burns that really cinches. Exactly. Cause now they have like probiotic ones where I'd say that's really good. Also, there's a type of functional dentistry where they, they put ozone, just like a gas in your mouth and it's antibacterial and it's like amazing. And they're actually starting to be able to do that in all different parts <gasps> of the body too. Like in like joint spaces, people that have infections in their skin, cellulitis. So Whoa. yeah, there's a lot of cool advancements when it comes to that, but I'd love to find a dentist who offers that. Oh yeah. There's a functional dentist in, um, Providence. It's 111 Chestnut Street, the biomedical center, but shit's expensive. 111. Yeah. 111. That's cool. Yeah. I'm actually like very excited for when we're rich in the near future. So that (laughs) uh, the first thing I'm going to do is go there, get all my silver fillings taken out because also silver fillings are normally have mercury in them, which is a porous metal, which leaches out into the body. That's another big thing that I get freaked out. Like most people's chronic infections that they're unaware of are in their mouth and in their gut. And a lot of people's come from root canals. So even though you're now actively feel like you have an infection, mm-hmm. they have these biofilms that linger. Yeah. That makes me anxious and nervous too, because I've had a ton of dental work. Mm, I have too. When and, I was younger. Yeah. So I feel like I have pretty teeth, but they're weak. Mm-hmm. And I want, I mean, I know the upbringing and the water that yeah. you put into it. Are there any, so say this is kind of survival tactic or, is there any foods that can help or like antibacterial foods or anything that you can eat? Cause I know you had also told yeah. me to eat, um, sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've been eat. I've, I've taken to. Yeah. Anything that has good probiotics in it for your gut will also be beneficial for your mouth. Cool. It's just that it's a little different in that like foods that were, are, have probiotics in the gut it's like the bacteria has time to stay there. Whereas in the mouth, you're not like swooshing around sauerkraut Mm -hmm. in your mouth. So I don't know how beneficial it is specifically to the Mm -hmm. mouth microbiome, Mm -hmm. but I would say if you're looking for that, you could get like some sort of probiotic mouthwash. I think the coconut oil would do it in and of itself because the other antibacterial things are like garlic. Like you don't want to be like swooshing garlic garlic (laughs) around unless you want to keep somebody away and you're on a date and you don't want to kiss somebody. You'd be my guest. Or you're married for 10 years. Last night, one of Jimmy's favorite things is I'll make roasted veggies and I'll put, I was calling it King Garlic. I I love (laughs) that. It is. It just, it's so easy. You put a little bit of olive oil, you put it in the middle and then you squeeze it over everything and mix it in. Mm. But sometimes he's like, I found a winner and it's like an entire and he'll just pop it in. Oh yeah. It's so good for your body though. Oh, 100%. I actually want to make fermented um, garlic with honey for next winter because it's like one of the best things you can do for kids for cold and flu season. You just take a spoonful of that and like you will not get like strep throat ear infections. You can do that with um, if you chop up an onion and you let it sit in water, I think overnight and you add the honey or you do it in vinegar or something. Yeah, actually um, the girls, one of my friends, she teaches art at the girls' school and she had messaged me and said it's a natural cough. Oh my God. Um, suppressant. It's good to know. Yeah. So I'll figure that out too. But also with the mouth, we wanted yes. to talk about um, the throat chakra. Yes. And <clears throat> excuse me as, as I start you, talking as about this. Throat. Yes. As I clear my throat. So the throat chakra is um, 
where your freedom of um, expression and how you communicate with the world, also how you communicate with yourself, how you receive messages, how you relay messages. And for a lot of people, it's been, um, it's hard to speak your truth. Mm -hmm. And I think especially when we're in this fixed society, it's really hard to, to say how you feel. And one of the things that I've loved one of my mantras is say what you mean, mean what you say, and don't be mean when you say it. And it's kind of helped me and given me the confidence to say what I need to say. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to this and the health of your communication and energetically tapping in, I can already feel right now, I think my voice just dropped and it got a little bit more like I'm starting to vibrate because I'm feeling it in my throat is your I am statements are so important. When it comes to freely expressing yourself and Years ago, I learned when I was in an energy course that women, um, it was based on women. And so I don't know if this is for men too, but I'm assuming, but men and women who have been um, repetitively sexually abused or traumatized in a way um, have the fear of having bad breath or they're afraid to show their teeth. And so that comes directly for me. That's the energy of their throat that they've completely shut off. And then they're so afraid to express themselves that it comes out in a physical way, in a dis-ease or in an ailment. And I remember reading that and I was like, oh my God, like how heartbreaking. So afraid to speak. And then you put these limitations on yourself. So then you already take yourself out of the game. Yeah. or you feel less than. So a way to break through that is, and it may sound hokey or it may feel cheesy, but I am I am statements in the mirror. Yeah, right. I am safe to express myself. Mm -hmm. I am heard. I am allowed to speak my feelings. Yes, I am worthy. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about that a lot because last week we were talking about like, why is it that we need permission for certain things, to say certain things, to do certain things? And kind of goes hand in hand. And for some people that don't know if your throat chakra is blocked, some people feel like a physical choking sensation. And that's something that when I was in a bad relationship where I felt like I couldn't really speak my mind, I would hold back saying things. And I got to the point where it literally felt like someone was strangling me and I was mm. choking on my words and everything was like a difficult decision to say. And I had to think twice about it. So it, it's, it's a practice and something that you have to get used to, but you have to remind yourself that your voice is worthy of being heard and mm -hmm. it's important. And if people make you feel as though that's not the case, then we need to be aware of our surroundings and our situations. Yep. I am expressive. I am seen. I am able to speak my truth. And it's the color, um, it's like a light blue. So even if you're sitting in uh, meditation and you're wanting to pull out the energy of it, just try to pull in that color. And if you have a hard time speaking it out loud, then you could try journaling first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge one. And that's where the affirmations come in. Where, it, But more so, it's like, I think finding your voice is what do I want to say and how do I want to come off? Like, what is it that you're trying to say? Because there's so many different ways. Like if you feel like you're shot down because you're trying to express your ego or something, then you're going to feel farther from your truth. But if you're having, you know, these harder in quotes, like these harder conversations or these more honest, authentic conversations, that's what's going to open up your heart chakra. So it's not just talking for the, um, 
just to talk. You yeah. Know? That's like small talk. It yeah. kills me. I'm so bad at it. Oh yeah. No. So it's about getting to the, the deeper rooted things, yeah. the things that you are choking on, the things that your body and mind have been trying to express and mm-hmm. let out and that for whatever reason you haven't been able to. Yeah, I guess I'm saying that too, because some people are like, well, I'm an extrovert. Well, I don't like talking in crowds. Well, I don't know how to strike up a conversation. That's not what this is at all. Yeah, no. This is about the alignment of your truth and, and what you need to say to the people that matter. Exactly. It's about looking at the things you've been repressing. It's not like, like you said, just speaking to speak, but what are, what are the messages that need to be heard or that need to be expressed? And it's not necessarily that you need to be speaking them to someone else. Like you said, mm-hmm. my most powerful I am statements and statements to myself are normally alone in my car on my way to work. And I start with boosting my confidence. Like I am loved. I am protected. I am on my path. I am beautiful. Like I am worthy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it kind of snowballs from there. I've had two that go hand in hand right now. And they came to me during yoga on Friday and it was, I am powerful and I am safe. Mm. And I heard them and I like holding back tears as I'm, you know, moving through my flow. And I was like, wow, I am powerful. I am safe. And you can be both. And so many people in this lifetime, again, we're breaking through limiting beliefs. We're shifting our consciousness and our awareness. So now is the time to speak up and to say it to the right person. And this also is goes with deepening your intuition and your trust in yourself. Because if you feel the the pull or the ping, as we say, to say something to somebody, if it's kind, if it's genuine, if it's coming from a good place, don't hold back. Exactly. Oh, I feel that so, so deeply. I love complimenting women that I don't know. I, yeah. I've said this before that, but I'll walk into a room in a way that boosts my confidence or makes me feel like we're all together is I look around and I list like three things that I like about that person or their energy. And I'll go kind of around the room as I observe it. And it makes me feel more safe and more comfortable. And then sometimes when I have the guts, really, yeah. I'll, I'll share it with them. Oh, I love that. It really is just like practicing over and over again because there's so much that we need to hear and our voices are important and that's something we keep coming back to and we forget that so often like your voice is meant to be heard i was trying to look up the throat chakra i don't want to say it wrong because i learned it in my yoga training years ago and i haven't used it lam oh i think no, you're what right. is it uh it's not vam no but the throat chakra, you're better at, you're better at Googling. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, me. I'm like, why is that not coming up? But, uh, but that's a way too, that it resonates, uh, the frequency and the vibration. And then that's also with sound healing. I don't know about that one. Vishada? <laughs> Vishuddha. Somebody knows, somebody who's listening knows, but there should be very short, easy. Um, I'll find it and we'll put it in the show notes. Cause that's a good way to, to open up your throat chakra. But again, my loving, I connect with sound healing and sound baths. So um, playing the throat chakra and even having people, maybe we'll do that at the next sound bath, is we'll play the throat chakra and then say the um, meditations that go with it. Sorry, guys, we, we don't know where we just cut off. The, the screen blacked out. We came back, the recording was over. So wherever you got us there is where you got us. We're- we're a little bit on the struggle bus. We're both in the luteal phase. My progesterone, I can just tell, is non-existent, postmenopausal. She's in the shitter. Um, something I did want to bring up before she pulls the card really quickly, though, with this one is 
it's important to talk out loud, but also about being aware of how we talk to ourselves. And I think so many of us have a problem with negative self-talk mm -hmm. for whatever the reason. Um, we all have different ones, but we need to ask ourselves why, how was self-talk modeled to us? How did our parents talk to themselves? What environments were we in and how did people communicate and were people able to express themselves? And then remembering that your words make your worlds and the way you speak to yourself is very important. So if you have a very critical way of speaking to yourself to try to be more gentle, more kind where, where you can to both yourself and to others. You got to beat it too. Like there's a little bit of fierceness that if you're aware of your thoughts, it's like big sister, big brother that like put a, put a wrench in it and be like, Hey, no, I'm done letting my, my past speak into my present. Yes. I'm done letting my past dictate my future. Exactly. And again, you don't always necessarily have to believe everything you're saying. Like your subconscious doesn't know it. Like there are days where I don't feel good and I don't like my appearance, but I still tell myself that I'm beautiful and that I love myself because if I tell myself I look like shit that day, I mean, just what's the difference, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to either reinforce good or reinforce bad. So why don't we just continue to put a practice out there? It's like the days that you work out and you don't feel like working out. It still does something. Yes, exactly. It still does something. It's strengthening those new pathways that we're making. Exactly. Exactly. And it's when we strengthen those pathways, we're also strengthening and releasing those chemicals. Like your body has the strongest pharmacy in the world. There's no medication mm. you can take stronger than the medication that your body can make for itself. And it does that based off of the cues of how you speak to yourself and how you treat yourself. Um, I know I'm pulling a card right now, but there's something too with if you have, if there's anger behind a lot of what you want to say or what how you speak to yourself doing uh, uh, lion's breath or breath of fire is really, really good too. Mm. Or even sticking your tongue out while you exhale through and kind of pulling the breath from, you know, the bottom of your esophagus or the top of your heart chakra and bringing it up your throat chakra all the way, sticking your tongue out as much as you can, stretching it, sometimes looking up, like bringing yourself into cow position in yoga is mm. really, really healing yeah, for maybe your Maybe we could do a couple um, yoga poses for the throat chakra opening this yeah. week. Yeah. We'll make a reel on it. Yeah. All right. Take another deep breath through your mouth again. Holding it at the top, just asking for a message that serves us. <clears throat> Your life is a canvas, artist, manifestive, manifestation and creative accountability. Your words are your wand. You get to create your reality. And the more we just simply accept this, the easier it is to be able to create create, and also take accountability for the life that we're creating. So this is, I mean, Source always knows what's up, but this goes hand in hand. Like you can fake it till you make it. You can work on strengthening that muscle. I am abundant. I am confident. I am safe. I am safe to express myself. I am heard. I am worthy of being heard. My opinion yes. matters. My feelings matter. Yeah. So maybe take a few minutes um, after this meditation, maybe tonight or tomorrow morning, and write down some, ask your guides, ask your higher self, okay, I'm working on opening up my throat chakra. Please give me some mantras and some affirmations that are going to help me strengthen this part of my energy body. Mm.
What's up, buddy? That's good. Your life is a canvas. Go out there and manifest it. You're the main character, baby. We love yes. you guys. Yes, we love you. Have a beautiful day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave us a five-star review, download, like, share with your friends. And if you want more, you can find us on Instagram at Mindset Mayhem 333. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Talk to you soon. Love your BFFs.